All right, special interview time here on Below the Belt Show. This amazing actress will be all over our television screens this month. We have the one and only Deandra Lyle. Deandra, good to have you on BTB. For having me. Yes, and I literally mean everywhere because you're on three major shows, uh, one of which is on the Disney Channel, the other one on Peacock, and the third on NBC and eventually Peacock. So uh, I guess let's talk about uh, first uh, the Disney Channel show, The Secret of Sulphur Springs. Uh, so uh, the season three actually drops uh, Friday the 24th, correct? Wow. Fantastic, fantastic. So what, what can audiences expect uh, from the third season? You know, the third season, so our show, you know, is paranormal and time travel. And it's Disney Channel, so, you know, it's not going to be as gritty as, like, a Stranger Things, right? Right. What w they've allowed us to do every season is to lean in a little more to the spooky or to the kind of eeriness of it. So season three is definitely going to be probably the uh, most intense season so far. It's going to be spookier, a little more... Even watching the trailers, I feel like it's more of like a horror kind of vibe, <laughs> but it's still going to be Disney friendly, you know. Um, so, yeah, they, you know, they are still time traveling. They in the first two seasons, they went back in time, these kids. And then season three, they still go back in time, but they actually jump to the future a little bit, too. Ooh, it's gonna, that's interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a whole different like take. And, um, and yeah, I think it's. It's going to grab a lot of people, like even emotionally, I think by the end of the season, kids and adults alike are going to, it's going to be pulling at your heartstrings a little bit. So it'll be fun. Fantastic. What can you say about your character arc uh, of Jessica Dunn, who uh, you play Harper's mom Yep. in the third season? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jess Dunn. I mean, you know, she's still Jess all three seasons. Um, you know, she just is a protective mom and, and loves her children and, and, uh, and just, you know, is still kind of now an, more of an ally with the other parents. Uh, there's another family, the Campbell family. So they join forces uh, when it comes to business. And, you know, still they have to deal with their kids uh, always running off and getting into mischief. And, and we have to figure out how. <laughs> and we're also battling supernatural things, you know, in this hotel. So uh, she's just kind of, you know, doing what she can to, to be a support and figure out the secrets of Sulphur Springs. Like yes, <laughs> yes, and it has to do a lot with the the Tremont Hotel, correct? Yep, Tremont Hotel is is where the action takes place. It's you know uh, in season one, you know it was a defunct hotel, and the Campbell family comes and they buy it and they're going to restore it and open it open it back up. But rumor is that there's a little girl that went missing and she haunts this hotel. <clears throat> Sorry, this hotel. So. Uh, that's where, you know, the adventure happens. The kids figure out, they go, they have a time portal and they figure out what happened to this girl, Savannah. And, uh, and then season two, you know, they figure it out in season two, there's another spirit that they're trying to figure out well, what's going on. There's still something going on. And, and they go back even further into time and realize that this property was once owned by uh, my character's late husband's family. So, you know, it, it touches on some race thing, which is, you know, Actually, they do it in a lovely way where it can open up discussion uh, with, with children. Uh, so, right. you know, figure that out. And then again, season three, there's still haunting going on in this hotel, but it's more of a dark energy. So now the battle is really on. 
Wow. Okay. Well, tell us about working with uh, the young actress uh, Kylie uh, Curran, who plays uh, Harper. Harper Me Dunn. Uh, how, how do you enjoy working with her? Do you do you have kind of like a, a mother daughter bond on set, or more of a friend bond on set? Kylie is such a sweetheart. She in in every way, just her personality, her nature. She's just a very down to earth young lady, and she's a talented lady when it comes to the work. And she's about the work. You know, she would come on. She knows. She knows her lines. She knows your lines. And and season two, you know, I stood even more in awe of her because she played a dual role. She played her character in present time, but she also played uh, a a relative who looked just like her in another time. So she had a big load. And really, if anybody could pull it off, it would be Kylie. So she did it with grace. She never once complained. She was committed. Um and just a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. And yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. I wish that I could see her more. She doesn't live here. I don't get to, you know, we'll, we'll interact on the socials and, and uh, sure. you know, definitely, you know, her, and her mom and her dad would be on set and they're wonderful. And I mean, you know, yes, these these are my babies, her and uh, the young man that plays Topher, um, wow. Harry Washington. And, and we had first season, we had uh, Bryant Tardy play Topher. So both of them are my sons. And Kylie is my daughter, my additional daughter, because I have a, a daughter in real life, too. But um, but yeah, I mean, we had a great relationship. It was always fun. It was always it was n- never any issues. And uh, and she mm-hmm. just work with. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. She is a fantastic actress, but all the kids are I mean, the whole cast. But the kids, it, it, you know, when you're a great child actor, you know that you're going to be a, a phenomenal adult actor. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of noticed that with, with child actors, uh, they, they kind of retain their or even just progress in, in, in their acting ability, you know? Now they're, yeah. they're all wonderful. Yeah. But your, your story was a little different because you got into acting a little later, as opposed to a child actor. You, you uh, were in the social work field. Um, kind of. Yeah. Like social yes. work minor, uh, Yeah. So as a recreational therapist at a psych hospital. So that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Never a dull moment. You know, I worked with children through mm-hmm. adults. And, uh, and I absolutely loved my job. And, and even in college, I worked part-time uh, at an after-school and summer program with children with like behavioral and psychological and emotional disorders. Uh, so yeah, I, I was in that world and, and I loved it. And then, you know, things changed because I got laid off and that's when I decided to try acting at age 30. So yeah, I'm, I'm coming from a whole different angle than the kids on the show because they, <laughs> they started off young doing Right. Well... You know, so this is where getting laid off is a good thing. Listen, I really learned from that when one door closes, another one opens. Right. And it's real. Like, I I, I jokingly said, like, for you know, it stings when you get laid off. It's not fun. Like, literally, like something you see on TV, like, put your stuff in a box and go like now today. So uh, I had that moment. It was very humbling. Um, I know it wasn't anything personal because they were laying off a lot of people. And uh, and I even though it stung, I would joke and say, okay, well, now I'm going to this acting thing. And one day I'm going to be up accepting my reward or my award. And I'm going to yes. say, thank you to, I'm not going to say the name of the place that I worked, but my <laughs> old job done this without you laying me off, you know, but it's true. I mean, it, it really, it opened that door for other things. And I'm thankful that I did follow that, uh, that little itch that was inside of me and, and do that because not everybody does that. You know, and and it's it's risky. You take a chance. You know, I went from working in a world where you had more of a um, secure financial situation to right. a world that is completely opposite. 
And <laughs> like, why would somebody want to do that? I don't know, but somehow. you're right. There's so many um, actors out there, myself included, that have to have our day jobs or other other uh, uh, work to 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 live our dream. And finally, when that right opportunity comes, when you can become a full time working actor, that's wow. that's a big deal. You, I don't. And honestly, I don't even know how many people can be considered full time working actor because you know it's peaks and valleys. You know, I. I've been on this Disney show for three years now, but for mm-hmm. two years before that, I didn't work. You know, like I was close to getting jobs. I was testing and I was, you know, pinned for roles, but I didn't book anything. So those are very lean years. And uh, and I had actually decided to step away from acting right before I booked the Disney role. Really? So it's just, yeah, at least temporarily because I wasn't having fun, you know, and I, I do this because I, I enjoy it. And when it becomes like, work and you're just going through the motions mm-hmm. i i just i don't it's a slippery slope for me i don't have fun and and money is not my number one at this point you know it's i want right. to do good work and things that i connect with and so yeah i i decided to step away and i you know paths change as i already knew and and i was like oh all right and i'm gonna direct and and then the universe was like well hold on we got something for you and then you know i did that show but for the last three years that's been the only job i've had until now right the job so like those these two recent jobs are my first jobs outside of the disney show in five years so wow and right now now i don't have a job because now i'm looking for you know okay (laughs) well let's let's pivot to to those two (laughs) speaking of time travel you're a recent uh guest star on quantum leap uh episode 15 of season one uh the ben's song for the defense episode and you played district attorney vicky davis yes how did you uh enjoy working at raw just watched the episode it was a fantastic episode uh it was, took place in 1985 which you gotta love the 1985 uh period pieces because could you get to wear a cool you know 80s clothes and and 80s hair <laughs> so how did you like your experience working on that episode i had an amazing time um, I, first of, as an actor, I, I feel more in alignment with being a character actor. So I do like to look different. I like to, you know, so that those period the genre pieces, you know, the eighties was great. I was on a show one time where it was the seventies and, and just getting into that garb and the hair and just the environment is, is so much fun. So, uh, that was already a, a great thing. And then everybody on the show is amazing. You know, like the from the cast to the the writers to the producers to the director who I'd actually worked with before. Uh, everybody was amazing. Everybody's super talented. Uh, everybody had fun and they were very welcoming. So it was overall just an amazing time. And I was really sad, actually, when it ended, because like, you know, he leaps into diff- different times. So right. Like, can't come back. I'm over here like, there's no way my character can come back. Right. Yeah, I was wondering that if, if they, they could revisit the, that time period. But uh, you're working uh, very closely with, with with the lead actor, Raymond Lee, uh, who plays Ben's song. How did you uh, how's your experience working with with Raymond? Raymond is just amazing. Like, he's just the nicest, most down to earth, like regular dude that you would. You know, I'm like, oh, this is like my brother. You know, we would have fun. We we would joke and, and we would have really good heartfelt conversations too just about life the business uh, our families and we had mutual people in common and and it just felt very comfortable and at home with Raymond and honestly like he's the perfect person to you know be at the helm of that show because like I was like yo you gotta do a different role 
every episode. Like, you're a cowboy, and then you're, like... Oh, so cool. An astronaut. Like, I'm like, yo, how amazing that... How amazing is that? And he said, listen, when people interview me, he goes, yeah, you know, it's the roles of a lifetime. And they go, oh, role of a lifetime. He goes, no, roles of a lifetime. And I said, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, so that is amazing. But he does it, like... I mean, you got to think about wrapping your brain around, like, the, you know, having to do a different character every time, but still be, like, your regular character. And then, you know, you're constantly, like, show up, because they jumped right into season two after season one. Like, right. So, you, I mean, he has his plate full, but he does it with just class and just such great professionalism. So, like, Raymond is the bomb. And Especially I'm a t- this character of Aleda. He played a female attorney. Yes. So you had kind of take him seriously in women's clothing, right? Yes, he was rocking those heels and those right. <laughs> He wore the heels, right? Yeah. yeah. Ears, was ears. was it was it easy to or difficult to kind of look past uh, a man wearing heels and, and women's clothing? You know, it's so funny cuz somebody asked me about that and it, I didn't it, it didn't matter. Like I didn't really even think about oh, this is a man in women's clothing or I'm supposed to be playing opposite a woman technically. Right. Didn't it didn't even dawn on me because I think ultimately it was just that connection, just that human connection. It's like okay, you know, as, as an actor, like this is my person, you know, in the in the scheme of the show. Right. It was never like weird. I mean, we would just joke around. I'm like, okay, no, you know, just skirting them heels, and and he would take <laughs> both take off our heels like in between shooting and put slippers. But uh, no. <laughs> And he rocked it well, man. Ray was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The other thing I loved about your episode was the Back to the Future reference. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was awesome because, yeah, you place a – if you have that gray sports almanac, you can place a bet <laughs> on on something that happens, uh, you know, in the in the past. And when you get to that point, you, 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 you win the lottery. So my question for you is um, – since you did two time traveling shows already, if you could go back in time for anything personally, what would you, what would you like to go back in time for? That's tough. Jeez. I don't, I would like to go back for like everything. I'd like to go get a glimpse, like everything and just be like a fly on the wall, like the, the, the different genres and, and different eras and different periods. Um, but let me see if I had to go back. Well, I will say that the 70s seemed like a great time, and I was born at the very end of the 70s. I do, I do get to claim it just a little bit. Uh, and I did get to play in the 70s on American Woman, another show, but, like, the the fashion and the music and just the, mm-hmm. like, the liberation and just everybody being free. And I think that that would have really been a fun era to go back and uh, and experience. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean... You know, I would just like to go anywhere and everywhere. Okay. I mean, places where I'd be welcome, because I don't want to go back to some certain certain times where it would not be a good situation. So. I think I know what you're alluding to. What about <laughs> the <laughs> What about the future? Would you go mm-hmm. into the future? You know what? I don't think I would want to go in the future, to be quite honest. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. I just. What I'm trying to be more intentional about myself is just living in the moment and living in the now. Uh. You know, when we look too far ahead and really, too, when we look behind, it doesn't really serve us. I mean, if you look behind and you're, you know, enjoying the memories and reminiscing or thinking about how far you've come, that's amazing. You go in the future too far. I mean, you can dream and think about what you want to do, but, it, you know, I, I don't 
I don't want to have the stress of thinking about what's going to happen or what if this or what if that, you know, because we already do that so much as humans. So, I, and, and the way the world is right now, I don't really know how the future is looking, to be quite honest. I'm um, going to agree with you. So yeah. I would do the past, you know, maybe the, 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 the near future, maybe a few months, but nothing far into the future. I think that'd be, that'd be oh, kind of, yeah. Going, very much, no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to, you know. No, I don't know. I don't think I need to go in the future too far. Yeah. Totally understood. All right. Well, let's talk about Bel Air. Um, this is, wow, three big shows in March. This is your month. So let's talk about the third show. Um, I just watched episode five, season two. Yeah, this I, is the debut of Erica Baker, right? Baker, yeah. She's she's making her grand debut today on uh, episode five. I have so many friends are like, well, I haven't seen you on there. I haven't seen I'm like, well, she's coming. Like, don't, you know, she's, she's going to be there. It literally just dropped. Yeah. Actually, yeah. And this is my Bel Air. There it goes. Yes. I'm like, oh, what a perfect day to wear it. Um, Yeah. Erica Baker. She's, uh, she's coming in hot. That's kind of like my vibe for her coming in hot. That's and, right. And like uh, Quantum Leap, also an attorney. So you're okay. playing another attorney role. It's, it's, it's funny. Like the parallels. So look, attorney, attorney. And then we had time travel, time travel, travel in Sulphur Springs. And yeah, there's all kinds of like fun connections going on. Right. That's pretty awesome. I think that's really cool. Uh, <laughs> so I watched your episode. You work very closely with Adrian Holmes, who's Uncle Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Tell he, us about tell us about your experience working with Uncle Phil. <laughs> and well, I mean, you know, first of all, just being on that show, it's like TV royalty. You know, it's a part of that family. Stuff. Right. Oh, that was just amazing. But working with everybody on there everyone is 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 just nice they have fun they're strong uh actors so adrian i mean he was my first uh castmate to work with and i i really am a big fan of his work you know and we didn't know each other prior to this but when i watch it and when i watch the show i just he just he just sits in it so well and and i just really i'm i'm i admire it and so to be able to play opposite him is is a treat you know because that can kind of you know it pushes you you're kind of like oh this is somebody strong okay boom 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 and mm -hmm. you know we found out we're both aries and we both like click we both have similar personalities and uh we're just easy going and i had a lot of fun with adrian he's good people he's very good people i love that scene that you guys did together i was curious if you went method and drank <laughs> actual whiskey or was it some kind of iced tea or something on, yeah that he was drinking yeah yeah what was that actuality or was it real whiskey no, I w well, I wish it was real whiskey. No, I joke. Um, you would have to learn all over the place, taking all those takes. Uh, <laughs> it was like, what was it? I, water and maybe tea or something or some kind of juice or something. Okay. That's it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of method acting sometimes. So. No, I might need a little drink every now and then, you know, it makes it real. So uh, unfortunately, they didn't give us real drinks. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so we have a lot more episodes of Erica Baker, don't we? Yeah. What, what, without spoiling anything, well, what can we talk about the arc? What can we say about the arc? Arc of Erica. Well, you know, Erica, she's she went to college with Phil and Viv. They went to Howard University, and she and and Viv were yeah, TC. And exactly, and then actually, my husband went to Howard, so I joke with him. And I go, oh, I see, I'm Howard alum now. H U, you know, and he's like, you no. know. <laughs> I went to a Big Ten school, so I can't I can't claim it. But uh, yeah, she went to college with both of them, and her and Viv were 
were best friends and line sisters. And, you know, now 20 years later, she re-enters the scene and she's connected with both of them. And um, it'll be interesting to see what unravels with that and like what's coming back from the past. Um, yeah, I'm curious because your character is single. Uh, you had two failed marriages, no kids, but you have a kick-ass job. So I'm wondering, uh, maybe some flirting with with Uncle Phil. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Um, no, yeah, she's she's. You know, it's been career. I think first. You know, for and and you see that for a lot of people, especially. You know, she's a high attorney. She's made her way. She's at a at a very prestigious firm. Uh, she's a woman. She's a woman of color who has made her mark. So there's been a lot of sacrifices, and uh, you know, it's dog eat dog world you know she's got to do for her and she wins and she knows how to do it and stand strong in who she is and uh yeah it can be a good thing in some ways and personal life not so good thing i think some people will understand that wow i can't wait to see uh what unravels in, in season two and i'm reading that it just got renewed for a third season so um, that's amazing. Like, and it, as it should. It's it's a strong story. It's a strong show. So, you know, Erica may may possibly be in season three. I don't know. I mean, you know, it'd be great if she came back. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, Any word, anytime somebody's working, it's a good idea, right? <laughs> no doubt. And this your episode was directed by Keisha Sharp. Yep. yep. Yeah. Me. Known for her acting role in Girlfriends, but she's done a lot of directing. How, how did you... Uh, how did you like her directing style? First of all, Keisha's a sweetheart. She's her energy is just wonderful. It's very calm. It's very happy. It's very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a fan of her work as well because she's a really strong actress. And as a director, I think when actors are also directors and vice versa, uh, that can really be beneficial. You know, because as an actor, we oftentimes know how we want to be talked to or communicated to. I mean, and everybody's different, but there's a certain level of sensitivity and understanding, I think, when a director has acting background and they can, you know, approach it in a manner that not right. A, right? Um, so she was great. She was very encouraging. Uh, just, you know, I, I loved her notes um, and it was comfortable. You know, she made the environment comfortable because that was my first day on that show was when I did, you know, this episode. So that was my first I'm brand new. I'm a guest to this family and they've been, you know, they've had this well-oiled machine and, and she was, had been directing that episode already. So I didn't feel out of place. I felt, you know, uh, supported and, and encouraged. And, uh, and she was just, just very generous and very, very nice. And, and, and I want to direct eventually myself. So, you know, when I brought that up in conversation, she was like, let me know if you have any questions with the directing side of things. And, and and yeah, that was that was a wonderful experience. Wow, since you mentioned that, what what would you like to direct? <sighs> now see, I don't know the answer to that question. Well <laughs> if I would want to direct television or film, because I did shadow a couple of directors on a uh, season three of Sulphur Springs. So I did get to be there for the whole proce- process and see the meetings and the scouting and the, everything that went into it. That's uh, awesome. that first hand look. Uh TV is very quick, you know, because you're constantly got to get in, get out. You got to get this show done and you're on to the next one and boom, boom, boom. Um, Film is obviously a longer commitment. And I haven't really, you know, shadowed doing the film side of it yet. 
So I don't know. I mean, I think initially I'm probably going to just direct a short and, you know, to get my feet wet and do something maybe of my own work and just kind of see how that feels. But I feel like it's inevitable because, you know, I see shots and I hear, I, I hear the the sounds and everything and, and how things come into play. And, and that's exciting to me. So we'll see, hopefully by year's end, I'll get something under my belt. I'm going to like have to force myself to do it because sometimes you feel not prepared, but sometimes you just have to jump in and just do it. I love it. Yeah. And, I, and as an actor, what would be your dream project, television or film? So I really enjoy television, but I want to do more film as well. I started off doing film, like a lot of indie projects. And as I'm sure you probably know, oftentimes this business will kind of corner you in TV or film. Like, I mean, you, right. but it just tends to happen like that. And I didn't really know that coming in. And so I've been doing a lot of television, but I miss film because film, I, it's just a different medium. You know, I miss letting things breathe and just, I mean, unless it's a television show where it's more like a film vibe, because we're seeing that more and more. Um, I just, I want to do more features, you know? So I'm over here, like, I tell my people, I'm like, look, we need to do some film. Why am I not going in for more films? I can do films, you know, we can do this. So uh, I'm trying to call that into my space. I TV is still great. Like if it depends on what it is, I want to do stuff that challenges me, uh, you know? So if it's a role, if it's a story that I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a good one. Like then I'll do it, you know? But there are some things I pass on just because I want to connect with it, you know? Of course. Any particular genre of film that you'd love to do? You know what? I would like to do fantasy. I think, like, you know, I like the like watching stuff like The Witcher and yes. things like that. Those are all up my alley. So I'm like, ooh, I want to do something in that world. And I think it would be fun to be a villain at some point too. I think that would be a good a good time. So those are two things that I would be interested in doing. But I just like variety. So I like the challenge of all kinds of different stuff. But that's what we do as actors. Yes. Got to do some variety. Is there a particular actor or actress that you would love to share the screen with? You know what? That I, I wish that I did have like specific people in mind, but I don't. I don't. I think it's kind of like a not knowing what's going to happen or who you're going to work with. It's, there's something fun in that because it's just kind of like, oh, I get to play with these people. This is fun. Oh, I get to play with these people. This is fun. And uh I, yeah, I just, I think I just want to continue to do work with strong actors. And of course, when you're with veteran actors, they're, you know, you got a lot to glean from them because they've been in the mm -hmm. game. So, and, I, and I've, I've been fortunate to work alongside some veteran actors so far. And, uh, and those are great moments for me career wise. Uh, but yeah, I don't, there's not anybody specific. Yeah. Okay. Nobody specific. Okay. Well, that. That makes a lot of sense. There's so many great actors. How can you pick just one or two, right? <laughs> so, I will say this though. I, I one of my career highlights thus far yes. is I did a a show called Moonbase Eight, and it was on Showtime. And it was one of these weird little things because I did we didn't know who was involved at the show when I auditioned for it. We did a self tape, and and then I ended up booking it. And then once we booked it, we found out that the three main characters on the show who also created the show and who were also the people I would be playing with in the episode were uh, Fred Armisen, John C. Riley, and Tim Heidecker. And it was like, what? You know, so like I got to do a whole episode with those three guys and that's like comedic greats. 
you know, like I was like, what? I get to work mm-hmm. with you. And that was a moment. And that was really cool to see in terms of um, just, you know, just the respect that I have for them and that the work that they've done. And and I got to be like front row and like front, front and center with them and play with them. I was like, what? You know, so <laughs> I, that's just like a little side story. But that was so much fun. And I, you know, I was like, let me just stay in my lane and be the straight character, like serious character. And they and they were having their fun. And I just like flowed with them. Cause you know I'm not on their level at all, but uh, but moments like that that surprise you are are so much fun. <laughs> that is awesome. I can imagine just cracking up on set with Fred Armisen. <laughs> he's like such a funny guy to work with. So nice. He always always like the feeling I get when I'm was around Fred's like warm fuzzies. I'm like Fred. I love you, Fred, because he's just kind of calm and quiet and like sweet. <laughs> That's so awesome. Wow. So, DeAndra, thank you so much. This has been incredible. Uh, again, she's all over your TV screens, people. Check out Secrets of Sulphur Springs, Bel Air Season 2, and Quantum Leap for your recent guest star. And that is so awesome. Thank you so much for talking with us here on Below the Belt Show. And uh, before we conclude, if you could let us know who you are, throw out a plug for those three projects, and then let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. Hey, my name is DeAndra Lyle. You can find me on a recent episode of Quantum Leap, episode 115, Ben Song for the Defense. You can also find me on season three of Secrets of Sulphur Springs, which airs on the Disney Channel and Disney Plus starting March 24th. And you can also find me on Bel Air season two, uh, actually starting today, March 23rd, uh, on Peacock. And you are listening to Below the Belt. Yes, <laughs> that was great. Heard everything. That was fantastic, Yandra. All right, let's do a uh, photo on the snapshot. So, on um, three, two, and finally. <laughs> oh, I'm looking crazy, but that's okay. Yeah, looking good, looking good, looking amazing. Thank you so much, Yandra. Thank you for having me. I appreciate yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, PR machine, Rachel Hassini. Woo! Thanks so much, Al. All right. Good luck on everything, Al. Thank you so much. We'll be watching Peacock uh, for Bel Air. So. Coming in hot. Great show. Great show. All right. (laughs) Bye bye.